All right, welcome to quarter four, day 15, and this is, uh, uh, we're going over Titus chapter one today in our year-long study of the New Testament. And this is Paul's letter to Titus. Paul left Titus in Crete after visiting there so that uh, Titus could manage the growth and development of, uh, of the church there in Crete. So I'll go ahead and read verses five through nine. I left you on the island of Crete so you could complete our work there and appoint elders in each town as I instructed you. An elder must live a blameless life. He must be faithful to his wife and his children must be believers who don't have a reputation for being wild or rebellious. A church leader is a manager of God's household, so he must live a blameless life. He must not be arrogant or quick-tempered. He must not be a heavy drinker, violent, or dishonest with money. Rather, he must enjoy having guests in his home, and he must love what is good. He must live wisely and be just. He must live a devout and disciplined life. He must have a strong belief in the trustworthy message he was taught. Then he will be able to encourage others with wholesome teaching and show those who oppose it where they are wrong. So um, in those verses, it's interesting seeing those comments, you know, about the qualities necessary to be an elder in the church. Paul lined out some expectations of what he thought Titus should look for when choosing people to be in the positions of leadership in the church. So it makes me think today, you know, in our present time, in 2023, there, there, there have been lots of discussions um, in big church denominations across the United States about what, what kinds of people should be allowed to be leaders in the church. And, you know, so that, that's still, that, that still has to go on today. People have to, have to choose who needs to do what. Some of what we read in the Bible, written thousands of years ago, can be a little interesting and tricky probably for us to read now as it pertains to women's roles, you know, as, as we've read in, in previous chapters, because that was a different time. You know, women just didn't hold leadership positions back then um, in many of the societies that we, we, you know, know existed during that time. Churches today, just like then, have to define who gets to be in leadership positions. And there's been, you know, there have been strong debates that divided churches today. I can definitely think of uh, a couple of big debates in different denominations about who should be a leader and who shouldn't be a leader. But as we think about this text, this writing from Paul to Titus today, Paul details everything he's looking for in a leader. He gives Titus some specific instructions. And as we read those, those all seem pretty reasonable, right? You know, those types of qualities seem like they'd be good to make a good leader. But the thing that strikes me today about this little piece of scripture is as I think about it, we we would probably all eat, we would each probably do it a little differently, right? I mean, my list of qualities that I look for in a person to lead an organization 
might be a little different than another person's list. And I think we can all recognize that Paul was divinely inspired to do the work of God. Um, but at the same time, I'm guessing he didn't do everything perfectly. He probably made mistakes here and there along the way. So as churches go through debates today about what kinds of people should hold leadership positions, there's probably something a little more important than getting the list exactly right on the specific ways to, you know, and specific details that qualify you to be a leader in a church group. And what I'm referring to, I think, is spelled out pretty well in verse 15 in this chapter. And I'm going to read that because I thought it was good. Verse 15, everything is pure to those whose hearts are pure, but nothing is pure to those who are corrupt and unbelieving because their minds and consciences are corrupted. So I like that verse because I think God will reveal to each of us how we are supposed to be, how we are to govern our group of believers in our little local churches or, or our national church bodies today. None of us will do it perfectly. But if we have hearts that are pure as we pursue it, if our intentions, our motives are pure as we seek to honor God in how we do those things, then I do think God will guide us down that path. He will guide us toward better understanding of, hey, which person should be in this leadership position? Which person ought to handle this particular task? How should I approach a particular task in what I'm doing? at work or at home or in the church, some volunteer duty that I might have in my church. I do think God will guide us down that path. And that's kind of what strikes me about um, Titus chapter 1 today. So I hope you can read the rest of the chapter and, and see what strikes you about it, um, because I, I do think there are there are verses in there that that, you know, give us a little give us a little guidance um, about qualities that are important, but but also make us think about, hey, there. besides all these specific things, there's probably something more important, and that is that we are purely trying to follow God. And as we make mistakes along the way, he'll help us correct our path. So anyway, I'll go and Go go ahead and go into prayer for us today. Lord, thank you so much for the opportunity to read Paul's words to Titus and that Paul was willing to do the difficult work and Titus was willing to do the difficult work in helping to manage and grow a church that uh, was, was in a difficult time. Um, lots of obstacles that, that would keep them from being able to do that very easily, but yet you... Uh, inspired them to work hard at that and to face those obstacles and to do it anyway. Help us, Lord, to face the ob obstacles that we face uh, with confidence in you. Guide us to do it the way um, you would do it. 
Jesus um, because that's what we're after. We want to approach it with the same mentality as best we can that you approached life with when you were here on earth. Um, and thank you for leaving your Holy Spirit to guide us as we make those decisions and, and make the choices that we make today. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great day.